Hello, hello, and welcome to the Healthy Be Human podcast. My name is Callie. I'm your podcast host, and I am so excited to have you here today listening to today's episode. Today, we're going to be chatting all things navigating closed doors and how to have a positive mindset leading up to open doors. So this episode is going to be basically revolving around the topic of having change, having moments of rejection. Maybe you got denied from your dream nursing school. Maybe you got denied from your internship. Maybe you had a breakup. This episode is going to guide you and give you a lot of good tips and tricks for how to navigate this season of life. Okay, so before we get into things though, we always start things off with a much needed self-check-in. So think of the self-check-in as a time to just go inward and check in with yourself like you would a best friend. So I'm going to lead you through just a couple of questions just to help you think about maybe how you're feeling, why are you feeling that way? And let's set some goals as well. Okay, so wherever you are, just start off by taking a nice deep inhale through your nose, growing tall with lots of love, lots of confidence flowing into your body. And then on your exhale, just slightly open your mouth, sighing out, letting go of any tension, limiting beliefs, negative thoughts, just release it with your breath. Okay, when you're ready, I want you to ask yourself, being very honest here, how am I feeling today on a scale of one to 10? 10 being I feel absolutely amazing, one being I'm not doing so hot today. Okay, once you have your number, I want you to ask yourself, why do I feel like this? Maybe something happened that caused you to feel like this, maybe nothing happened. Just starting to pinpoint if there is a root cause. Okay, now I want you to ask yourself, what is one thing I can do for myself today to take this number and bump it up one number on the scale. So maybe you're at a two right now. What can you do to get to a three? It can be one habit, like listening to the whole podcast, doing a workout, going a hot girl walk. It could be literally anything, okay? Now, I want you to ask yourself, have I drank water in the past 30 minutes? If you've listened to the podcast before, you know the drill. We don't play around with dehydration. Grab your water with me. If you're watching this video, instead of listening, you're going to say, I have my, my water. I broke the lid the other day, so I'm going to hold on for dear life. Let's chug and hydrate your hot pods in three, two, one. Okay, I'm literally the queen of spilling water on myself when I drink water. If I don't have a straw, it is game over. But you know what? I'm proud of myself because I did not spill water just then. That was that was a new thing. Okay, <laughs> reeling it back in. I want you to ask yourself, have I stood up in the past 60 minutes? If you haven't st- stood up, I want you to stand up with me. We're going to shake out the arms, shake out the legs, <laughs> get the blood flowing, and then sit back down. All right. Now, I want you to ask yourself on a deeper note, what is something that is currently holding me back from becoming the best version of me? Maybe you have a bad habit or you're stuck in a cycle. What is something that is holding you back? Get real with yourself here and get very honest. Okay. Now, think about that thing that's holding you back. What is the first step you can take today in breaking this bad habit, in breaking this cycle, in breaking that thing that is holding you back. What's the first step? It can be such a small, tiny step, like deleting the app of your phone, blocking him. <laughs> could be anything. Okay, final question. What is an animal? What animal would you use to describe yourself and why? 
It's so funny because this is a question that my husband actually asked in an interview yesterday. And I love this question because it got me thinking, like, what animal am I similar to and why? Okay. Now, I want to move into our life update. Hope you're feeling a little bit more reflective, checked in, feeling, feeling good, okay? Feeling aware of yourself. Always the best way to start the day if you're ever feeling overwhelmed. Life updates for you, you guys. Wow, so much has happened. I always say that. I feel like every week there's like so much that's happened. So this week's update is I was actually traveling. I went to North Carolina and in this episode, I definitely want to touch a little bit on this weekend because it was seriously a life-changing weekend and I don't say that lightly. I went to my friend Grace Valentine's retreat called Purpose Retreat. She has it every year. It was, I think, her second year having it and she actually invited me to be a leader for this retreat. Honestly, I've never done anything like this. I was so out of my comfort zone. I didn't, did not know a single person going into this retreat and I didn't even know Grace. We just knew each other from social media. Like we weren't even friends in person. So on Thursday, I flew to North Carolina and I'd woken up at 4.30 in the morning. I made the haul to the airport and I get on this flight. I have a little hack for you guys, first of all, for Spirit Airlines. If you ever fly Spirit, I was flying Spirit, and I don't know about you, but those seats hurt so bad. They're so, like, I described them like buckets. The seats have no cushion, and I brought, for my road trip I had, it was like, I don't even know what you call it, like a butt pad, a trucker pad, whatever it is. It's like a squishy pad you can put on your chair to help alleviate back pain, um, pinch nerve, damage, all that stuff. I brought this in my backpack and I sat on it on my flight and oh my gosh, it was actually a game changer. My butt did not have any pain and I typically have tailbone pain from falling so many times as a figure skater. That's a whole other story. So it was great. Anyways, I get on this plane and it is very, very early in the morning and this girl comes up to me. There's like no one on the plane, first of all. This girl comes up to me and she goes, are you Callie? And I was like, my initial reaction was like, oh, maybe she like follows me on social media or something. She's like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm gonna use her name because she's my friend now. I'm Mary. I'm gonna be in the car with you on the way down. We were staying in Black Mountain to Black Mountain. And I was like, no way. Because I was riding with this one girl. Her name's Riley. She lives in Houston. And she had offered, she's like, hey, is anyone flying Anyone flying to Charlotte needing a ride? And I was like, I don't have a car. So I was fully planning on dropping like a hundred bucks on an Uber. <laughs> I don't even know if Ubers go to Black Mountain, but I'm sure they do. But anyways, this other girl, Mary, was also going to ride with us. And so I was like, okay, what are the odds this girl is on my flight that she is sitting one row behind me. Like, it's crazy. So anyways, I'm like, hey, I'm Callie, whatever. And we have our flight and then we get to Charlotte, North Carolina, and we find our friend Riley and it's like literally so fun. We <laughs> we were like such goofballs, oh my gosh. We ended up going to this marketplace in Charlotte and getting like the most delicious pasta ever. But it was really funny because we were all so sleep deprived and you know when like you have those like 
okay, when you're really good friends with someone and, or not even really good friends, like in general, you're with a group of people, like just like maybe two other people and you're so delirious, like all of you guys. And it's just, just so, it's just so funny. Like everything is funny to you and you're saying things that you're like, what am I even trying to, like, what am I saying? And it's just like so funny. That was the entire car ride down to Black Mountain. We were just like cracking up at literally nothing. We started talking about Justin Bieber and Taylor Swift and all this random stuff, but it was like so fun. So this entire weekend, was honestly a blast like I made so many amazing friends and this was honestly a big step for me because I have mentioned before like I struggled with social anxiety with groups when I was living in New York City I remember I went to a concert and I had to leave because I was so anxious because I was around so many people and I was just like I don't know it was just like really crazy but this weekend I was just like pushing myself out of the comfort zone I was like, I know for a fact that God has called me to be here for some sort of reason to serve. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to just be here. I'm going to be present. I'm going to give it my all. So anyways, I ended up meeting a bunch of other leaders that night and having just so many random things in common with people. So for example, me and Mary, her boyfriend is half Colombian and my husband is also half Colombian and our partners are both their families are both from the same tiny town in Colombia. It's like literally just the weirdest like little things in common. There was another instructor there whose husband was also from Colombia. It was just like so many Colombians going on, but it was so fun. And this whole weekend, like I could talk probably for three hours about this entire weekend, all of the God moments that happened. But I truly think that one of the coolest things that happened this weekend, it was So the retreat was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It was like three full days. Yeah, does that make sense? Three days, three full days. Because it was like a half day on Thursday, half day on Sunday. I think the coolest thing that happened this entire weekend was the fact that on Saturday night, we had a worship night. And I've touched on my like... I've touched on my beliefs and my testimony on the podcast. I talk a little bit about God on this podcast, but I definitely, after this weekend, feel so on fire for talking about what I believe in. And I think in the past, I've kind of been nervous to like open up because it's like religion, spirituality, all those things. It's a very intimate part of you. And I think I've kind of been nervous to like share sometimes, but I definitely, after this weekend, feel so much more bold in my faith. And it was like really cool because it's basically... This worship night, we had it be, or we felt called to have it be spirit-led. So if you're not familiar with Christianity, basically what I believe is that Jesus died on the cross for our sins. And when he died for us, when we accept Jesus into our hearts, we are filled with the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is like a messenger from when God is speaking to us, we're able to hear God speaking to us. We're able to have discernment, guidance, different things. So when I say spirit led, basically this entire night, we just surrendered our control to God and let the spirit work through us, speak to us and tell us how this night was supposed to go. So we were sitting in a circle before the worship night began and we were praying and we just prayed for the spirit to enter the room, take control of this entire night. And Um, A couple of us were given different words. So words are messages from the Holy Spirit. And so one of the ones that I got was to surrender control of time. Up until this point, the retreat had been pretty scheduled because obviously it's a retreat. You got to have some sort of itinerary for what's happening when there's like 150 people at the retreat. So anyways, I got this message to surrender control of time. And it was so cool because about... 
an hour later we're at dinner and my friend Victoria comes up to me. I'm going to have to have her on the podcast because she's literally so cool. She goes, Callie, I got the same word as you at the same time about releasing control of time. So when I had said that aloud, she had literally just received the same word from the Holy Spirit. And I was like, okay, chills, big chills there. Lots of chills that entire weekend. So I also like a little backtrack story. Um, when I accepted Jesus into my heart, I was pretty little. And I remember I was in bed. I was about to fall asleep and I prayed the prayer to accept him into my heart. And I remember I just got so many like tingly chills, like in a good way, chills, like, oh my gosh. So whenever I feel the presence of the Holy Spirit and of God, I get chills. And it's like so cool because I've always had this happen. And I'll have to do an entire episode just kind of on how to feel God's presence. I mean, honestly, this episode might just fall into that. Sometimes I record episodes with really no itinerary or outline. And I feel like sometimes that's the best way to go. But anyways, after dinner, it's the worship night. And it was like, it was so surreal because also another word we'd gotten was to have time in silence and in breath. And so I ended up leading like 150 people through a breath work exercise and I did similar to how I do it on the self check-ins basically I used a box breath technique but I had everyone imagine what it feels like to be loved and as everyone was inhaling I was speaking and guiding them and I was like inhale lots of love into your body feeling the feeling of what it feels like to be loved by God to just the feeling of love and so It was really cool because I think sometimes we forget to just imagine. So I think sometimes we struggle with feeling loved, especially in a society where everyone's very selfish and chasing after their own dreams. Sometimes it leaves us feeling like, does anyone love us truly? So this was a really cool exercise that really just came to me right before I was about to do it. And on the exhale, I just did exhale any limiting beliefs, anything that's holding you back from being present with the Lord right now. It was so powerful, you guys. It was it was one of those things where it was like God was just speaking through me and I was just letting it flow off my tongue and it was like the coolest thing I think I've ever experienced in my entire life, to be honest. But anyways, after that, we had just worship and everyone had dispersed throughout the room. People had their shoes off. I was wearing just socks and like a swap sweatsuit and we had prayer and the ability to be able to just pray over people and just hear people's stories and testimonies and just feel the presence of the Lord. It was the most restoring, renewing thing of my entire life. So anyways, I left this retreat after leading it pretty tired, honestly, because that entire night I spent four hours, I think, praying over people. It was, I, I honestly didn't even know I could do that. And then I woke up the next morning just like so tired, so drained. And I came back to Florida and here we are. But this entire weekend was just, it was so special. The amount of just, I'll tell you another story because I could like ramble about this forever, but this is another God story. And this is, I'm sharing this with you because I know sometimes it's hard to have faith and sometimes it's hard to be like, is God really real? Is the spiritual realm actually a thing? All this stuff. But stories like this and moments like this make me be like, oh my gosh, it is so real so okay so it was like the first day of the retreat and we were going on a hike earlier that day I I usually start my days off with a quiet time so quiet time for me is I will pray to God as in have a conversation with him talk to him about things thank him for things and then I'll spend time reading the word 
I always ask the Holy Spirit, what do you want me to read today? And I usually get a book in the Bible and a verse or chapter that pops into my head. Sometimes I don't, but usually I do. And I'll open to it and it'll be something like so cool. Anyways, this day I got a vision. And a vision is like, you know when you can can imagine a picture of something in your mind so you can see a scene in your brain if you close your eyes and you really think about, let's say you're thinking about the mountains, you can see the mountains in your mind. Well, I got a vision of this girl who I had briefly said hi to earlier that I think the day before when everyone was getting to the retreat. And I was like, okay, I think this girl's on my heart. Like, I think I'm supposed to talk to her at some point today. So I'm on this hike and we're taking pictures. We're at the top of the hike. And this girl out of nowhere comes over to me out of this entire group of people. And this is crazy because I literally just said hi to her the day before. Like I hadn't even really formed a relationship with her yet. She comes over to me and we're just chatting about things. And I tell her, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is, I told her exactly what I just told you guys. I was like, this is so wild. Like earlier today I had, or I think I told her that actually after the fact, but anyways, we're chatting. We end up walking down the trail together and we just are talking about life. We're talking about navigating post-grad. We're talking about social anxiety. We're talking about anxiety, depression, all the things. And at the bottom, it's so cool because I felt really called to pray over her. And this is all about like getting out of your comfort zone. I've really never prayed over anyone I don't really know, like putting a hand on someone who's a total stranger to me. But it was cool because I just felt so called by God to pray over her and put my hand on her. And it was just, it was so, it was just so cool. And something I'm really learning is how to surrender to the Lord, how to surrender wanting approval from people, how to surrender just what I think is the right thing to do versus what God thinks is the right thing to do. So after this, I tell her, I'm like, You've, you're never going to believe this. I mean, I literally had a vision that we were going, I had a vision of you today and it was just so cool because after that we became friends and so she also lives in Florida so I'm so excited to be friends with her but this whole weekend you guys just was filled with things like this and I was just like God is so cool I I don't even know it's just it blows my mind and the fact that last year I wasn't even a Christian I wasn't even a Christian I was getting back into my walk with the Lord after falling away for like five years And if you have, if you want to know my testimony and you're like, okay, why is this girl so passionate about the Lord? Go listen to my testimony and you'll understand why. And it's a couple episodes back. But anyways, lots of cool things this week. And I truly, I feel so called to do more in-person things. Like maybe that means going to colleges, teaching Pilates and then doing like panels, breakout, leadership, whatever it is. I just feel very called to do more in-person connection and community building with people who are in college or post-grad. So I'm really excited to see what the year it has in store because it just, this weekend really sparked something in me that I haven't had the courage to do before, which is public speaking. Aside from teaching fitness classes, public speaking is totally different in my opinion than teaching fitness. I mean, teaching fitness in front of people is public speaking, but public speaking about the intimate details of your life, that is, that's a very different level of it. So I just, lots of getting out of my comfort zone this weekend. Oh my gosh, this episode is already 20 minutes long, but we're going to get into our topic and we're going to make this pretty brief, but I have just a story I want to tell you about, about purpose and about doors closing. So obviously this weekend was a big door opening for me. I 
want to just tell you really fast kind of how I got to this retreat. <laughs> I know I mentioned briefly that me and Grace are social media friends. So listen to this. Last summer, I was really diving into my walk with the Lord. I was very curious and learning so much. And I downloaded, if you're familiar with Sadie Robertson, she has this app called Live Original. Basically what Live Original is, is it is this online app of a community of girls who are in their walk with the Lord and it's like blog posts, like different girls posting blog posts about things they're learning in their walk with the Lord, little just words of encouragement and connecting with people in your community. So it's just a really cool app that Sadie has. And I downloaded this a while back. And I remember seeing this girl's name, Grace Valentine. I read her blog post and I was like, whoa, this is so applicable to me. Like this is literally everything I'm feeling right now. I'm going to stalk her Instagram. I stalk her Instagram, find out she had the podcast. I was also very deep in my podcast era at this time. I was listening to podcasts like multiple times a day on the subway while I was walking, all the things. So I listened to her podcast. If you want to go check out her podcast, it's called Water Into Wine. It's so good. And I listened to it. And from there, I found this girl, Janine Amapola, who her podcast is Happy and Healthy, another one I love so much. Anyways, I find Grace. I follow her on Instagram. I'm like, this girl's super cool. She ends up following me back. And I'm kind of like, okay, like fangirling low key because I love her podcast. And I reached out to her several months ago and I was like, hey, do you want to be on my podcast? I'd love to have you on. And she opened it and didn't respond. And I was like, okay, I totally get it. I probably would do the same thing to be honest if I didn't really know who it was and I was super busy and got distracted and forgot to respond but I was like I'm not gonna take offense to it it's no worries anyways several weeks ago we're talking three weeks ago four weeks ago I get a dm out of nowhere from Grace Valentine and she's like hey Callie I am having this retreat called the purpose retreat it's on what day is it I think May 18th and I would love to have you be a leader for it and I was like wait I opened this I was like wait what (laughs) first of all um that sounds so cool so I asked her for more details and she sends me more details and basically I was leading a breakout session so it's just like a smaller session with girls talking about just like body image, confidence, health and wellness, all those things. And then I was also helping with a panel. So I was speaking on a panel on friendship and comparison. So anyways, I end up being like, yeah, I'm super down to come to this retreat. I have nothing else going on that weekend. Like, let's do it. I was like, I feel, and also too, before this, I had felt called to do a new ministry. I had, I'd received two prophetic words from two people who didn't even know each other about ministry. And I was like, you know what? We're saying yes to this. I prayed about it. I was like, this sounds very aligned. Like, let's do it. So that's how I got to the retreat. But this is crazy, you guys. So the girl I was leading the breakout session with, her name's Anna. So she taught or teaches pure bar. If you know my fitness journey story. I used to be a pure bar instructor. That's how I got into fitness. I love pure bar and we connect. We're like, hi, this girl tells me I prayed over you in 2020. I've been following you for like three years. She's like best friends with the owner of the old studio I taught at. And I'm like, that's actually so cool. Cause in 2020, I wasn't a Christian. I was very lost. I was very, I was struggling with a lot of things. It wasn't a great year for me in terms of like my mental health. And so it was just like to have a stranger pray over me, 
that was really cool. And then we were leading a breakout session with each other. And she's the one who had told Grace about me for the retreat. Really just cool stuff going on. Anyways, as I told you, the retreat was actually so cool and so much happened. And the reason I'm telling you this story is because this was a very, very clear open door in my life. Let's talk about closed doors, clear signs. So it's my junior year, it's 2020, and I'm looking for a summer internship. My friend connects me to Royal Caribbean. And I was like, oh my gosh, this would be huge, 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 huge internship. I could stay in Miami after school. I could work for Royal Caribbean. This is a big company. This is a great opportunity. I made it to the very final round, okay? So it's probably like at this point, I think it's March, like right before the pandemic. And I remember I am about to go in, like I think it was the same day or the day before, I was gonna go in for the final round, the final presentation. And I get this email that lands on my inbox and it's like, hey, we're so sorry, but unfortunately we're having to cancel all of our summer internships in this department. And I'm pretty sure this is maybe when the pandemic had just started. It was like so in that time frame, and I was crushed, you guys. I was like, this opportunity is so good and it got canceled and I was so close to getting it. I was so convinced I was gonna get it and I ended up just being really bummed. But it all worked out because that summer is a summer I pursued teaching fitness. I was teaching online fitness so much for Pure Bar, for this Pilates studio in Miami. I was doing my own fitness for my own Instagram. And that's when my TikTok started taking off. My YouTube took off. Like I learned how to manage social media accounts, how to start my own social media account and grow it. This summer was pivotal for my business today. If I had had that internship work out, I don't think I'd be doing what I'm doing right now. I don't think I'd be even recording a podcast for you guys right now. So that's just an example of everything working out and God protecting me with that closed door. Another example I just like came to my head is when I went through sorority rush. Okay, or recruitment, whatever the word is. So it was my freshman year of college and I really, really, really was so excited to be in a sorority. I remember I'd watch, this is kind of embarrassing, but I would watch all the sorority recruitment videos from the years before. I would save the songs to Spotify. I was like, oh my gosh, like I have to be in this house. They're so cool. They literally party on yachts. Oh my gosh, they're so cool. Anyways, I'm in recruitment and the top house has kept me for several days. I was dropped by another one that I really wanted to get, but the, the top house had kept me. And I remember it was the second to last day of sorority recruitment. And I was like, wow, like the day before I'd had a connection with this girl who I'd known in high school, all this stuff. I was like, I was walking around like, oh my gosh, like I'm gonna be in the sorority. I just know it. I get sorority recruitment that day. They dropped me. My favorite house dropped me. I was devastated. I was so devastated. I remember I was like, what is wrong with me? Why don't they like me? All this stuff. Only to find out several weeks later that they get kicked off campus. That sorority got kicked off campus for hazing. And I ended up in a different sorority. And while I was very much not involved in Greek life, I have a lot of friends from it. So that was cool. I have learned from time and time again 
that God's timing is the best timing and it doesn't have to make sense. I have just heard so many stories where people have things happen when they're just like, I don't understand. Why am I rejected from this? Why did I fail this test? And it, it is all for a protective reason. Okay, so that's just my spiel on giving you some encouragement and comfort for closed doors because I get how awful it can feel when a door that you're super excited about slams in your face. Like it sucks. I've I've been there a lot. I've had a lot of no's and I've had a lot of yeses. But something that you've probably heard before, and this is maybe a little cliche, but so true, is rejection is redirection. And I live by this phrase now. If someone says no to me and it's very apparent that door has been closed, I'm like, okay, I take, I just hold my head high and I just turn the other way and I'm like, okay, let's do something else. Like, it's fine. I've had some dream brands where I used to work with them and they just stopped working with me out of nowhere. And I was like, okay, it sucks, but we're going to just, I'm just going to move forward because I know that God has more in store for me, better things than I could ever imagine. And he's using me for a higher purpose than this little brand deal. Okay. So signs of open doors. It's easy. It feels aligned. It feels right. You don't get that icky gut feeling inside of you. Not, not, okay. There's, I want to explain this. If you struggle with anxiety, it is a different feeling than feeling nervousness or anxiousness or excitement about something happening that's maybe unknown or out of your comfort zone. It's a different feeling than that. A feeling of this is not the right thing is this really just it's a gut feeling it's deep in your gut and it's this like icky just dread fear kind of feeling of like a little just kind of dark it's kind of like I have a really bad feeling about this it's a different kind of feeling so with an open door yes you can you can feel some of that anxiousness and nervousness excitement for open doors if it is pushing you out of your comfort zone I I have experienced that But I think clear cut signs are when things just, you know, when people are like, things are just working out for me. Those are open doors, doors opening. It's the door opens and you easily walk through. It's not like you're trying to open a locked door with all your might or a jammed door and it just won't budge. Open doors tend to open pretty easily. And I think another example of an, an example of an open door for me is the retreat that I told you about, but also going to university of Miami. This is a whole other story. When I was applying for colleges, I didn't have like stellar SAT, ACT scores. I had really good grades, but I wasn't like breaking the score system, doing amazing on the standardized testing because testing is not really my thing. And I got denied from my top school at first was UT Austin. I got denied from that. I was out of state. I was applying to the business school and I was really devastated because I was like, I want to go to the school so bad. God declined. University of Miami at the time, now it's gone a lot harder to apply to, but at the time I had applied to it and I was like, I, I don't think I'm going to get into the school. It's fine. I don't really know what it's about anyways. It could be a cool school. I don't know. I remember I got accepted to the school with a scholarship and I was like, this does not make sense, but like, okay, this is awesome. It was a moment like that where I was, I was very much like, okay, this is, this is clear that this could be the right school for me because it doesn't feel like there's a ton of resistance as I'm trying to go to this school. 
That's a very, a very vague example, but you know what I mean? It's, it's pretty apparent when things are the correct path and something too, if you're feeling maybe confused about something, or you feel like, I don't know if this is the right path, the wrong path. I think one of the biggest questions I get is how do I know if I should break up with my boyfriend? How do I know if I'm in the right relationship? Things like that. Relationships are kind of difficult because I used to live out my dating life as an all or nothing mindset. If there was conflict that kept happening, I was like, we're clearly not meant to be together. Let's end this. Where now I'm married and conflict still happens and is learning how to work together as a team to solve the conflict versus chopping block, we're done separate ways. So with dating, I would recommend taking it up to the Lord, praying about it for discernment, asking for discernment. That is the key word I usually use, just God, show me, give me discernment for this situation. Just reveal to me what the right thing is to do. And another thing too, that I will say is this will give you a lot of peace of mind with decision-making in general is no matter the decision you make, God is still going to use it for good. Unless, no, I take that back. He's always going to use it for good. I have made so many horrible decisions in my life and yet God has still used those decisions and those things to turn it another way and allow me to share that hardship in my life or that bad decision with someone who's going through the exact same thing and help them. I think a great example of this would just be my how I treated my body I made horrible decisions in terms of restriction that really harmed my body and as a result I was able to share this weekend my entire just story with my body my fitness journey with a ton of different girls who were struggling who could be struggling with an eating disorder body image confidence all the things and yeah that time was really dark for me yes I didn't make the best decisions ever to treat my body like a temple but God still was able to work through me and use that struggle and turn it into something that would allow people to overcome their struggle and into the day you just gotta you just gotta pray about it I already said that but it is so important to really surrender your life and allow God to just guide you because he already knows the entire course of your life which is really cool and just console with him if you're ever confused because he already knows here's point a Here's point Z. Here's where she's going. So I hope this provides a little bit of just comfort, encouragement, and just some help in terms of decision-making stuff. And also just, just help you realize that just because something didn't work out does not mean that your life is over. There is still so many cool things ahead. And I know that, like, I always say this. The odds of you existing on this planet Earth today, so little, so slim. No human being is the exact same on this planet. Isn't that cool to think about? Like there, I think there's like 10 billion people on this planet and not a single person is the exact same. So cool to me. And that just goes to show that you are here for such a beautiful purpose. And you are a piece, a puzzle piece in the whole grand scheme of things. And without you, the puzzle would not be complete. So please never feel like you being here is a mistake. You've no reason for being on this planet because you do. And 
God specifically selected you to be exactly where you are doing what you are and never doubt that. I hope you're feeling, I'm feeling good. Okay. If you ever have any questions about anything, you want to just chat with me. My DMs are open. I always say that DM me my Instagram. So I have a couple Instagram accounts, but the main one that I'm usually on is I'm sweaty and I know it. Our podcast Instagram, which I'm really excited because I'm going to start getting that thing popping again. is called healthy, but human pod. Go follow those two. Tag me listening to the episode. And if you love this episode, leave a review. Helps so much. And I do read the reviews and they always make me smile so big because I love just like, I love that you guys love the podcast. It makes me so happy. And other than that, I'll see you next week. Have the best day ever. Keep shining, keeping amazing. And as always, stay healthy, be human, and know that you are beautiful. Okay, bye my gorgeous queen. New year, new credit scores. Chime makes it easier to build credit by using your own money to make on-time payments with a secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card. Use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. To apply, just open a Chime checking account with a qualifying direct deposit. There's no annual fee or credit check required when applying. Get started at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Late payment may negatively impact your credit score. Results may vary.